Welcome to the Hey Parents podcast. No matter your experience with parents, we're here to talk. My name is Alina. And I'm Bryant. Hello, everyone. Um, It's been a while since our last episode of our Hey Parents podcast, but this is our eighth episode. And we have been doing a lot of things within the past month or so since our last episode release, so we wanted to give some updates about ourselves, which will eventually transition to what we want to talk about today. Right, so as many of you noticed, we haven't posted in a while, but Mm -hmm. it's because uh, we've been focusing on improving things um, in our daily lives. One of the big things being physical health, Mm -hmm. so we've been going to the gym, yeah. Uh, which takes up a lot of time in the afternoons, mm-hmm. um, as many of you might already know, um, does. And uh, it definitely, while it does take up a lot of our time, um, we're trying to like balance things out. And we've mm-hmm. been sort of trying to figure out our new schedule and trying to adjust. Yeah. So Yeah, I think it's awesome that we're able to go to the gym together now. Yep. I think earlier on with COVID, it was a little bit like hard and then also I'm not a person that gyms so Mm -hmm. this was like a big hurdle for me to get through so then we really wanted to like focus on that physical health aspect of our lives that I personally felt like I was neglecting so I think now that it's been a couple weeks since we've been going to the gym together regularly um, we feel comfortable now um, incorporating the podcast back into our routine yep so look forward to more episodes within the next few weeks yes and um so far we have one submission for the guest speaker form and we're so excited to hear from that person Mm -hmm. and if you are interested in sharing your um, stories just know that that form is still open and you can find that on our link tree which is on twitter and instagram Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we're excited to hear more from all of you and we'll be scheduling out um, uh, individual yeah yeah that yeah. individual uh to speak on our podcast and that'll yeah. be really awesome i'm excited yeah i'm pretty excited yeah. too all right well i think that's all the updates that we have for this this episode and you know it's been a month so <laughs> we wanted to update y'all mm-hmm. um, but again before we begin we just wanted to reiterate that we have our own experiences that we'd like to share with everyone on this podcast and i'm sure everyone already knows because you listened to the previous episodes yeah hopefully (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, but with that being said our episode today is on free play so if y'all haven't heard about what free play means um, free play is a term that's used in child development or psychology of child development Mm -hmm. and it refers to when children have full freedom to play in whichever way they want. Yep. Um, and uh, to add on to that a little bit more, um, pretty recent literature from Tong Lee and colleagues have found that free play results actually in higher levels of happiness and playfulness and overall um, improvements in uh, mental well-being. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the greatest barrier uh, for parents, according to Homan Lee and colleagues, is that um, they have this huge fear of, you know, their children being safe, which prevents their uh, children from 
being able to experience free play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the reason why we're talking about it is because we actually just went on a trip to Death Valley Mm-hmm. And we were kind of like walking around hiking, you know, if you've ever been to Death Valley, it's very vast and There's amazing. There's a lot of rocks. A lot of rocks. <laughs> um, but a lot of friendly um, or family friendly trails that yeah. people can go on. And so when we were on trails, we were seeing a variety of different uh, parents and children mm-hmm. kind of experiencing the trail differently. And mm-hmm. there was mm-hmm. sort of a mini conversation that came about Mm -hmm. as a result Mm -hmm. so on this trip that we just came back from um we we actually went with our our two other housemates and we kind of talked about like what we how we would kind of um view free play for our potential children so one of our housemates was like i don't think i would feel comfortable like having my children come out and hike you know and hike on top of certain rocks right like rocks are sharp and pointy and mm-hmm. especially if it gets really high it can be very dangerous for children right um but then um i think i'll i i guess i can go up go into like my perspective of free play based yeah, well, on that what conversation th- yeah yeah so what was your opinion about it i guess um well, given that I've taken psychology classes and specifically like the child develop- development class where I learned this term free play, I have learned also about the benefits of free play. And Brian mentioned earlier that there's recent literature that has shown, you know, benefits, including overall improvements of well-being, but also in my class, I've learned that it reduces anxiety levels, right? Like if you can imagine parents who are overly concerned about their child's safety, um, the children don't really get the opportunity to decide for themselves when something might be okay to do um, and then kind of develop overly anxious behaviors or thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. So because of what I've learned from my classes and what I've read through literature, I kind of feel like I'm on the other end of the spectrum where I feel like it would be beneficial for children to have free play. And I think it's the parents' responsibility to, like, offer that for their children. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, just speaking from my experience growing up, Mm -hmm. uh, well, by the time that I started, you know, hiking and going outdoors, I was in middle school, mm-hmm. um, not like I was a child back then, yeah. but I think what I really appreciated uh, from my parents was that they allowed me, um, when we moved to Joshua Tree, to just explore as much as I wanted whenever we went to the national park. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really appreciated that. I mean, they were very trusting of me. I was already kind of old enough to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but... I found that because of that, because I didn't have any like in like real fear for, or pressure from my parents not to go out right. and to freely explore um, kind of the rocks of Joshua Tree <laughs> in whatever way I saw fit. Yeah, yeah. I kind of grew accustomed to being on top of like tall heights. Yeah. I got to be, get used to climbing and rock scrambling and really just feeling free to like explore as much as I want and actually that made me want to do it even more Mm. and I mean while doing that too I was able to you know assess what I could and couldn't do 
by myself. Right. Um, you know, my parents aren't like physically fit enough to accompany me while on these hikes. <laughs> you know, chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it was up to me. You know, during these like yeah. times where I would go out and like you know just explore whatever I wanted to really like set those boundaries for myself mm. but um i think being given the freedom to explore however much i want um really helped me like push for new boundaries and right, explore right, new right. things um which <laughs> i mean based on this death valley trip you've seen that like i'm not afraid to like climb up on rocks mm-hmm. and like s- like you know take a slightly dangerous path mm-hmm. you know what i mean like, yeah, yeah. I had a couple points that kind of popped in my head when you were saying all of these things. So one, I've gone like hiking with Bryant before, you know, mm-hmm. in multiple locations, and they're not just like the trail hikes. We go on rocks. Yeah, I usually stuff. tell <laughs> like, Lena, let's not go on the trail. Yeah, yeah. Like avoid <laughs> the trail and do everything else, which yeah. I'm not used to. But Bryant like literally runs on top of like these rocks and like climbs up mountains pretty much (laughs) like yeah you should see him (laughs) but it's kind of funny and that's what I want to bring up like I I've noticed that through our experiences together hiking or quote-unquote hiking right Mm -hmm. um but then also another point that you brought up too was about how um when you were around middle school and high school when you're going out to Joshua Tree and exploring the rocks on your own or with friends without your parents like, I kind of wonder, were your parents, like, only letting you go because they weren't able to go with you? Or is it, like, even when you were younger than that time, did they let you play freely with other people? Like, yeah. with your That's you a know, good question, niece, actually. nephews, and, like, your other extended family members, like, was it kind of the same parenting where they would just let you do whatever? Yeah, so there it was definitely sort of a switch up when we moved to joshua tree yeah because i mean i think what you mentioned about uh it being kind of like a physical barrier for them not being able to accompany me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that definitely played a big part because when we would drive by you know a a spot in joshua tree and you know they'd just go down they'd usually just stay at the car or like walk for a little bit right but you know i would just go off trail and like you know find the nearest boulder and just try to climb it you know mm. and they couldn't necessarily accompany me in those times and uh they would also let me freely go with my friends to joshua tree yeah. uh, on the weekends yeah. so they could it's not like they could they had any supervision over me anyway yeah, yeah and yeah i guess this is in the context of me already sort of being old enough to take care of, sort of take care of myself i mean i was in high school mm. in middle school but like I was old enough to know my physical boundaries. Yeah. But as a kid, I think it was definitely different. Like, oh, um, there were sort of restrictions on what I could and couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, there were definitely restrictions. I grew up in Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so my parents didn't think it was as safe to, like, be able to go out and, like, play around in the streets of Long Beach. And I actually got used to get in trouble for sneaking out. um and skateboarding with my friends and going to the park with them (laughs) i remember a story that you shared yeah with the bike oh right yeah so 
Yeah, I was I was definitely like in fear throughout my childhood of them finding out these things. Yeah. But it definitely made me slightly more rebellious. Um, yeah. But I will say that their fear was definitely understandable. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't live like in the valid. best. Yeah, I didn't live in the best part of Long Beach. Yeah. So like you know and my dad has experienced living in long beach more than my mom so like he knows as well yeah and so i think that while Mm. i was growing up they sort of had this mindset where like if i'd done stuff like that where if i'd like gone out and snuck out they're like well if you get killed then like that's how you'll learn (laughs) i mean not to the extreme of like if you get killed but like if you get hurt then you're gonna learn you know, yeah. And there was a point when I started learning how to skateboard, um, for example, mm-hmm. um, that they knew that skateboarding had dangers to it. Right. But they let me play on my skateboard because they're like, "Well, if you get hurt, then that's that's the way you're gonna learn, mm-hmm. right?" Um. So in a way, they still gave me the freedom to do what I wanted, hmm. but then they were kind of like warning me about certain things still yeah but as a kid i kind of just ignored it and i was like oh whatever like that's fine yeah and this is definitely like a very specific experience right like Mm. i'm not saying like every kid goes through this thought process or these experiences either but definitely i feel like i had kind of the special case where my parents were sort of like strict where they didn't let me go out or they were kind of like like there's limits yeah there was a limit definitely for sure um, but it wasn't too restrictive. Right. I see. I will say, though, that there were times where, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one who's had this experience, but, like, uh, me and my cousins would kind of, like, burn paper in the backyard. Oh, <laughs> I know that's probably playing not a good... Fire. Yeah, we were literally playing with fire. Mm. And when my dad found out, that's when he would, like, he put the hammer down and was yeah. like, dude, do not do that. And he, like, punished the shit out of me. Mm. Um is it because he has like a specific experience with fire? No, he just knows he just that. Knows like, that it's well, yeah, like yeah. fire is dangerous, right? You're yeah, not supposed yeah, to be playing yeah. with fire, and so he kind of like put the like boot down, right, right on like right. me playing with fire. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. After that, like I just I never play with fire ever again. There was sort of like a fear of me like <laughs> oh, going near fire. Yeah. I mean, I'm not super afraid of fire right now, but like yeah. I'm just saying, like as a kid, like. That was definitely one thing that mm. where they're like, you cannot do that. Like that was one aspect yeah. where like and there were definitely other instances where they put restrictions on restrictions on me from like uh, doing stuff freely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess there was definitely a, a limit yeah, yeah, that yeah. they set mm. for what was safe and what was mm. not. But also they also knew to let me try new things as well. Mm. Um and if yeah. they're like, and if I got hurt, that was sort of like their way of like, well, you're a dumbass. <laughs> like you, you're the one who did it to yourself. That's so, funny. yeah. Mm, I, yeah. Oh, you said a lot, and there's like a lot of good things that I'm trying to remember. <laughs> no, so no, that no, that's I can, okay. Like, talk I guess about too. I guess what I want to ask now, since I don't want to talk about myself no, the whole time, yeah, is what were, what was your experience like? You know, growing up, what, were, what did your parents like allow you to do, and what, what did they not allow you to do? And how did that affect you to right now? Like, how do you how you feel about certain mm-hmm. things? Yeah, well, going off of some points of what you mentioned earlier, like one of the questions that I asked you was if your dad had like a specific experience with fire, 
that made him like put his foot down on that specific aspect of free play, right? Yeah. And I think the reason I asked that is because like I grew up not really having free play. I feel like my parents are both pretty cautious people. Like they want to mm-hmm. make sure that Elisa and I, my sister and I don't get hurt. Um, that we're safe at all times. They know that we're safe at all times, and that's fair, right? Yeah, like, that's a def- definitely a concern. That's valid. Yeah, yeah, and I think honestly, if I were a parent and I didn't learn about the benefits of free play, like I would want to be like make sure that my child is safe. Like you know, you literally go through all this effort to have a child, and you want them to succeed in life, right? But if they you know, break their arm and break their legs or, you know, fall on their head, you know, that can impact the future of that child's life. Yep. So, like, I totally understand that. And um, I think through my parents' experiences, they've kind of kept their guard up when parenting or when allowing my sister and I to play, mm-hmm. right? So one example that my dad has shared with me in the past is, um I think he was explaining some of his like childhood experiences and I mean it's happened in like our generation of kids too where people would do like this prank where when someone's right when like when a student or you know your your classmate is about to sit down on their chair you like Mm -hmm. quickly pull the chair away and then they like fall on their butt right yeah and a lot of people think that's funny especially if you're a kid you think like oh haha like you bell um um, but then um i think my dad has this experience where it like actually hurt a child's like spine like fell on the spine and then damaged that kid's spine like forever yeah so obviously that kind of experience will affect the way that you view things and how you want to protect your child and avoid that from happening to your child right yeah so with a lot of these like accumulated experiences and also things that they might like hear from the news, it's I I feel like it's easy for parents to be overly cautious, right? Mm-hmm. And not not realize it. Like of course they're not intentionally, you know, contributing to anxiety right, yeah. <laughs> or anything. But yeah. um I think growing up I've just been like very cautious about playing and mm-hmm. i don't think i would do anything too risky mm-hmm. and whenever we go to the playground like my parents take me there so we would you know be supervised and mm-hmm. um, even in elementary school like during recess we would be supervised mm-hmm. by teachers so right yeah i think i've pretty much grown up with a very cautious view on like risky things mm-hmm. um and let me try to think about the points that you've brought up earlier well sort of going off of that Mm -hmm. not to say that the way that your parents um uh let you do free play or not um is like in any way directly causing no no but i want to (laughs) know if you are uh, if there is sort of an influence you think Mm -hmm. uh of the way that you view things like hiking Mm -hmm. or climbing yeah um, of course yeah on your yeah, was there any effect on your anxiety levels when going climbing or hiking mm-hmm, or doing mm-hmm. uh, more risky things? Like, yeah. what would you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely an impact. I 
I don't like. I can't say for sure. It's like right. directly. No, from my that's parents not what I'm saying. Because like I agree with my parents, right? Mm-hmm. There are certain things that I probably would not want a baby or a child to do on the playground. For sure, like right? I'm not. Like, I'm not gonna. I'm like. It was I don't supersonic think... speed on the yeah. Bark and, like... <laughs> yeah. Don't like. Yeah. Like there are limits, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, so um, but I do think that. You know, when putting myself and comparing that with your experience with hiking and like freely climbing on rocks without the fear of falling or fear of, you know, breaking an arm or a leg, like I definitely don't have that. Right. I'm definitely very cautious. And I think also my parents have told me about like the hospital bills and like the cost of that that could result, you know, I feel like it in your situation your parents are like oh if you hurt yourself like that's a lesson that you will learn yes right? but uh-huh. then my parents think that if i hurt myself uh-huh. then they they will yeah. have to they have to they're to, responsible respond yeah they're yeah. responsible like mm-hmm. financially obviously right. and that is going to be a lot of money mm-hmm. and yeah so where your parents took that. responsibility for your mistakes exactly my parents were like that's on you bro <laughs> <laughs> i mean obviously like like having your child fall, break your break their leg, and have to pay for hospital bills is like something that if you can prevent, it's logical to yes. prevent that. Oh no, for sure. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I think that's why it's so common. You know, if people don't learn or don't take a child development class or learn about like the benefits of things like free play, then I don't think people will understand the other option, which is yes. to to be more lenient and less yeah. like obsessive or controlling over a child's you know playing style i think one thing that's interesting too is that because sorry i don't know if this is a super off topic or anything it's okay but i feel like because i had been given the opportunity to hike Mm -hmm. freely Mm -hmm. like throughout middle school and high school Mm -hmm. hikes don't like hikes don't seem that scary to me yeah yeah, wow especially when i'm rock scrambling or something yeah because i've had because i've now had the time to like be on top of these rocks Mm -hmm. and ground myself Mm -hmm. in what is safe and what is not Mm -hmm. so one hike in particular that i can think about where i noticed that there was a difference in experience was um this hike in Joshua Tree that requires a lot of rock scrambling. Uh, yes, it is the chasm. Uh, but I remember taking a friend there, and uh, me and my uh, other friend were really adept at like right. climbing this place. <laughs> yeah. And then our other friend was really afraid of heights, yeah. and we were like, "We're taking you here to overcome your fear of heights," <laughs> because we had the chance like multiple times to like mm. overcome our fear of what was safe and what was not in that uh, rock scrambling area, right? So for us, we could, like, really, like, yeah, yeah, establish. And, like, in reality, like, the ways that we guided through the rock scramble were 100% safe, but, like, the things outside of where you would walk Mm -hmm. were not. So, like, like, how do I explain this? Like, like the trail itself is wide enough for you to walk normally Mm -hmm. right but then on the sides like (laughs) there are these steep (laughs) drop-offs and so it's like that sort of that mental barrier 
that we've been able to overcome because of you know mm. being able to freely explore yeah um whereas like if you take someone there for the first time they're not thinking about the fact that there's wide enough trail yeah they're just thinking about the possibility the drop of off. falling yes that is exactly how i would feel <laughs> like, yeah exactly like the possibility of like oh what if you accidentally slip or if you accidentally yeah. like the wind blows too hard right and I fall over right i don't know like it's it i feel like from a person who has or is confident in like exploring freely on the rocks mm -hmm. from that perspective it's like well it doesn't make sense because if this trail that's wide enough was on land like flat ground mm -hmm. you know somewhat a, no a normal person yes. would be able to walk through yeah it. just like yeah, yeah yeah exactly like if you had if like literally you drew lines on the ground like a sidewalk yeah a sidewalk someone would be fine walking through it but yeah. then you if you, if you immediately <laughs> lift it up and then have these steep drop-offs then yeah. that changes and i think what i'm trying to get at with all this whole like example is that if you don't give your like children enough experience to mm. establish that for themselves yeah then that's the fear then that they kind of establish right, right or they they're gonna develop... they're gonna they're gonna approach these things with fear at first yeah yeah Whereas now, like, even when I go to a completely new trail, mm -hmm. I will always make sure that there's enough room for me to walk. Exactly. Before, like, being stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. so I know, like, whatever hike I do, I, I'm doing it within the boundaries that I can do. Yeah. And yeah. I've been able to do that because, you know, mm -hmm. I've been given the freedom to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I feel comfortable, like, hiking with yeah. you, or, like, rock scrambling with right, you. Like, right. hiking is fine. You're always on a trail when you're hiking, right? Mm -hmm. That's fine. Yeah. But then rock scrambling, that's different. Yeah, it's a little bit different, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But going into that, I definitely do think that there's a limit, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> like, okay, let's talk about what the limit is. Like, where where does it go too far? Well, once you, like, if going back to that comparison, okay, you know... The limit is when there's not enough walkway. Right. You know what I mean? Right. When it's actually dangerous. Yeah. You know? And I think knowing when something is actually dangerous is a bit hard, right? Um, for example, it's... like fire, right? Mm -hmm. Like everyone knows that playing with fire is actually dangerous mm -hmm. and you shouldn't let your kids play mm -hmm. with fire, which is why I'm appreciative of my dad <laughs> telling me to stop doing that and mm -hmm. stop being stupid, right? Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, there's definitely, like, extremes, right, that you could, if you just let your kids do whatever they want, too, that's also not yeah, good, right? Yeah. You, they can actually, like, severely hurt themselves. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's about knowing, I guess, the environment and kind of the context. Mm -hmm. I think when it comes to exploring nature in particular, letting your child explore, like, the things they're curious about on a trail mm -hmm. is actually probably really safe as long as you're on a safe trail right <laughs> i'm like like if i'm imagining like my future child and like thinking about these situations all right it's no. a little bit worrisome just because like i'm worried right no no and i've i would I've definitely be care. worried too like if we were if we were like near narrow drop-offs i'm not letting my kid oh, near that yeah. narrow drop-off yeah like a cliff yeah yeah no way but if we're on like a, you know, confined trail, like, you know, 
with large with, like spaces to walk yes i will let them i mm. we should like that should yeah, be yeah. like freely explored yeah because we shouldn't limit their curiosity of course yeah um mm. i think what, what do you think the limit is yeah or how I, would you it's really hard to it's hard. describe what exactly like the limit is examples i feel like yes good right good ways to think about it yeah um so i saw well i follow i follow these people on instagram but one of them um she talks about like ways to not be too overbearing on your child child and like you know well she just has like parenting advice right just general parenting advice and one of them is something related to free play and she what she does is like she takes her children on walks like around the neighborhood like on the Mm -hmm. sidewalk and that's pretty safe that's probably safer than a trail yeah right there's not i mean i guess the biggest thing is if they run into the middle of the street and the car comes but yeah you're not gonna like you shouldn't yeah definitely yeah (laughs) <laughs> you shouldn't let them run on the street right you know but, I mean? but like being able to like squat down and look at the flowers mm-hmm. or like um play with some rocks i think that that's yeah. good oh a good start right right and another thing is that while you're doing these things you can teach them safety measures without instilling fear for example for example if you know that running across the street is super dangerous you can teach, teach your child to, to look, look left, left and, and right. right and yes. then left again. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you're so you're not so you're helping them establish mm. whether or not the trail is wide enough. Yeah. So for themselves, right? right you're right, right. you're letting you're teaching them like by the, skills. Yeah, skills, of... safety precautions. Mm. Rather than being like, don't do that because you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think also the phrasing of it matters. Right. So related to your point, like, if if I'm, if I hear like, don't do this, don't do that. Like, even in a work situation, right? Like, if my advisor was like, don't do this, don't do this. Yeah. Like, that's really anxiety inducing. Oh, yeah. Because so, like, you, like, they're not even saying what it is, wh- yeah, why like, you can't do that. Or like, what else to do, right? Yeah. If they just say, don't do it, then I'm yeah. just going to be like, oh, shoot, like, I'm doing everything wrong. Right? Yeah, exactly. And I shouldn't, I just shouldn't do anything. Right. But then similarly for a child's perspective, like they probably feel the same way if parents are like, don't do this or like, oh, it's dangerous. or Yeah, it's anxiety inducing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like, so like the conversation that could happen with like, like crossing oh, the street. I think it would be a good way to learn to look left first to check if there's cars coming on the left and then look right. And then we can teach them about the roads. Yeah, and then to that like, effect. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, like, don't be like, don't cross the street. You're going to die. Like, you just say, like, hey, we have to be careful of cars mm-hmm. that could possibly pass yeah. and hit us. Yeah. Um, so if in, in order to prevent that, we should look left and right mm-hmm. and then left again mm-hmm. or something like that to yeah. that effect. Yeah. Nice. nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about another example that has that my parents have shared with me that uh-huh. has made me feel like worried about even till this day. Mm-hmm. So we have a yard where we live, right? And then right. in our yard we have a hose. And uh-huh. it's really long. And when when I was a kid, my parents would say that one of my cousins who is like a lot older than me, but when they were younger, they were like running around in the backyard with their dad and their dad was just like watering the plants in the backyard with a hose. Mm -hmm. And then my cousin tripped on 
the hose and then broke his leg. Mm. And since then, my parents would be like, yeah, you have to be careful when you're when when there's a hose in the backyard and someone's like watering stuff, especially when it's moving. Right. Mm -hmm. And then don't go too close to the hose. And if you are like, make sure that, you know, whatever, whatever. And even till this day, like I'm very cautious about like if someone's using the hose in the backyard, like I'm not going to go near them. And if I am, I'm going to make sure they're not going to like suddenly yank it or something. Mm. Uh, but so you know why that like your dad explained why like yeah it would be yeah my parents idea. yeah exactly so it's like something that I guess it's very logical right of course mm -hmm. I don't want to break my leg over a hose right. right yeah but then it also like limits the possibility of free play and like me learning that for myself yeah. so I guess like in the end I still learn it yeah but it's a matter of like learning it through personal experiences or learning it uh -huh. through like hearing it right. multiple times exactly yeah and then having it be, be told to me which right i mean right now i feel like either one works to some degree yeah but so. yeah. with the given literature that shows you know effects or positive effects of like happiness and mental well-being and like mm -hmm. positive um positive well-being i don't know um it's it's it could be beneficial to like have your kids just explore and learn on their own right without without parents just telling them right so another another point that i'd be interested in knowing more about mm -hmm. and maybe other people can chime in on these experiences because i definitely don't have them mm -hmm. uh but I would be curious to know if after trying something new freely, mm -hmm. um, you know, with their parents' permission, mm -hmm. and then afterwards having a severe consequence, mm -hmm. like, as a result, does that promote anxiety or fear? Or, or do people tend to forget that and still like try the thing again so you know to I mean? clarify your question the parents are supervising or they're not supervising well so like let's say let's say for example mm -hmm. um because this is the one i can think about right now let's say that a child wants to skateboard okay right they want to learn how to skateboard yeah and the parents are like all right yeah go ahead and skateboard you know be safe you know the parents let them freely oh, play I see. And, and then, then after I... like the child like breaks their arm yeah. like does that, <laughs> that does that then does that then mm. like increase the likelihood that they won't try it again or will it or, or will that learning experience then solidify whether or not they will be more cautious the next time yeah they yeah. try it? i don't know that's a good question um I, I think that's like, hard to test for. It's hard to test. I'll just give my opinion. I'm okay. sure other people ha with their own experiences might have different opinions. Yep. But I think it depends on the severity of the injury. Mm. So So if they just like a break broken arm, right? I mean, I've never had a broken arm. That sounds pretty never severe. Never broken to a me. bone ever in my life, yeah. so yeah. So I, I wouldn't know. That sounds really painful. Right. But that but would probably for me from my perspective, never having broken a bone, I feel like that would prevent me from trying it again. Yeah. 
Unless I'm Although, in like very safe conditions. Also, maybe it also depends on how much you enjoy the activity. Right? Mm, so if it's like, okay, so it depends on the severity, but also like maybe the familiarity you are. Like maybe it's a one time situation. Like you, yes. you've like skated so for a So it's like really the first time. time you've ever skateboarded right. and you break your arm. Does that like stop you from I think skateboarding? That will stop me. But then yeah. if I've been skateboarding and then I accidentally break my arm one time, yeah, then I feel like I would still. Right. Skateboard. No, I think that if I broke my arm the first time I ever skateboarded, I probably wouldn't have done it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a good question. Maybe. I don't know. It's a good, I, I, I want to hear I what other people think about this. How many of you be. out there has broken a bone? <laughs> Not just broken a bone. <laughs> but, you know, experience something traumatizing. Sort of. I mean, that is traumatizing. Yeah, painful as a result of your parents, like, letting you do something freely. Yeah, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that if I had experienced something traumatizing while rock scrambling, I probably would not Mm. rock scramble. Right, You know. right, yeah. And I've just been fortunate enough to never have experienced anything like that. (laughs) Knock on wood. So, yeah, knock on wood. But, yeah. 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 Do you want to add anything else? Um... Oh, earlier when we were talking about limits, this this will just be a quick point, but earlier when we were talking about limits, I thought about um, free solo and alpinist. Yes. <laughs> That's like, I feel like that is peak free play. Yeah, like, no, they're, no yeah, because their parents, yeah, their parents literally, I remember from the documentary, the mom, her, Alex Honnold's mom just let him do whatever mm. he wanted. And also... His dad was like helping him climb. I think oh, I don't really bit. remember their background. I don't actually remember but... if it was dad, his dad, who let him climb. Anyway, but I just remember his mom like definitely let was... him oh, I climb that whatever she, she he like, wanted. Spoke to. In it yeah, bit. she was just like, yeah, yeah I let him mm, climb whatever because that's what makes him happy. She was yeah, saying something stuff exactly. like that. Yeah, and so that's that's the the point, right? Like it's like sorry, I don't mean to get super loud here, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that like. If something is making your child happy, then I don't think you should limit it. Limit them. Yeah. Or, you know, like if a, your child is super excited about looking at Yosemite, mm-hmm. at like a trail in Yosemite, mm-hmm. I think you should definitely let them, mm-hmm. you know. I think, yeah, that becomes, I think that's another question that, that could kind of lead to another podcast episode possibly, but it's kind of like... L- letting your child define their own definition of happiness and success yeah because that definitely is another episode yeah because, write that down <laughs> because you know like alex honnold's mom probably did not expect him to be like a professional mm-hmm. climber yeah and climb all the time and then eventually like free solo all of his climbs right yep um but that's probably what makes alex Honnold's really happy and satisfied with his own life and same with the guy on the alpinist which both of them both of these things are documentaries and they kind of follow these climbers if you don't know um but yeah I remember like they did interview the parents or at least the mom and she was kind of getting to that point where it's it's about the happiness of the child not about what she thinks yeah because there's only so much you can do Mm -hmm. i mean philosophically as an individual like you know what i mean like i mean you can like suppress your child's choices if you wanted to but that's not good for them yeah yeah anyway that's a different topic that's yeah but 
I think that's a good place to end. Yeah. What do you think? Good, yeah. yeah, this was a good talk. Yeah, um, it was a good talk. We had a fun time at Death Valley, so yes. It was, it was check fun. us. Check our personal Instagrams <laughs> if you want to see. Well, mine at least. Yeah. If you want to check out what we that was like. We went to the sand dunes. Yeah, I know. We so went. Cool. We went sand duning. I think you can call <laughs> that's it. That's not a word. Mine just makes <laughs> up words, but yeah. <laughs> we. What is like? We just like. I'm trying to say like sled, but it's yes. not really for us. We ice. were surfing, sand surfing. Oh, sand surfing. And okay, yeah. Yeah, didn't have our parents tell us no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> All right. Thanks, All right. everyone. Yeah, hope you enjoyed that. We'll yeah. see you later. Let us know what your thoughts are. Yes. Goodbye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hey Parents podcast. Tune in next time and make sure to follow us on social media at Hey Parents Podcast. Be sure to also rate us on Spotify after the end of this episode. Until next time. Bye. bye.